Agatha, without an obsession, was left with herself, and she forgot about all the pain and misery that obsession for her ex had brought, and remembered only the brief bursts of elation. The doorbell shrilled. Agatha swung her legs off the sofa and went to answer the door. Her face lit up when she saw Mrs. Bloxby standing there. "'Come in!' she cried. "'I'm just having a G&T. Want one?' "'No, but I'd like a sherry.' Sometimes Agatha, often too aware of her slum upbringing, wondered what it would be like to be a lady, inside and out, like Mrs. Bloxby. The vicar's wife was wearing a rather baggy tweed skirt and a rose-pink blouse which had seen better days. Her grey hair was escaping from a bun at the back of her neck, but she had her usual air of kindness and dignity. The pair of them, as was the fashion in the Carsley Ladies' Society, always called each other by their second names. Agatha poured Mrs. Bloxby a sherry. "'I haven't seen you for a while,' said Agatha. "'It's been so busy.' A brief flicker of guilt crossed Mrs. Bloxby's grey eyes. "'Have you still got that young detective with you, Tony Gilmore?' "'Yes, thank goodness. Excellent worker. But I think we will need to start turning down cases. I really don't want to take on more staff.' Mrs. Bloxby took a sip of sherry and said distractedly, I knew you would be too busy. That's what I told him. Told who? Mr. Arthur Chance, the vicar of St. Odo the Severe. The what? An Anglo-Saxon saint. I forget what he did. There are so many of them. So how did my name come up in your discussion with Mr. Chance? He lives in Comfrey Magna. Never been there. Few people have. It's off the tourist route. Anyway, they are having their annual village fete a week tomorrow, and Mr. Chance wanted me to beg you to publicise the event for them. Is there anything special about this vicar? Any reason why I should? Only because it's for charity, and he is rather pushy. Agatha smiled. You look like a woman who has just been bullied. Tell you what. We'll drive over there tomorrow morning and I will tell him one resounding no, and he won't bother you again. That is so good of you, Mrs. Raisin. I am not very strong when it comes to saying no to good works. In the winter days, when the rain dripped down and thick, wet fog covered the hills, Agatha sometimes wondered what she was doing buried under the thatch of her cottage in the Cotswolds. But as she drove off with Mrs. Bloxby the following morning, the countryside was enjoying a really warm spring. Blackthorn starred the hedgerows, wisteria and clematis hung on garden walls, bluebells shook in the lightest of breezes, and a large blue sky arched overhead. Mrs. Bloxby guided Agatha through a maze of country lanes. Here we are at last, she said finally. Just park in front of the church. Agatha thought comfortably.